what are you inspired to do next? Rather than grasping on to needing to have it all figured out or understanding what your purpose is, if you follow that next inspired step, then not only will you get closer and closer to a vision that you wouldn't have even been able to guess was possible for you, but you're going to really start to learn who you are and what you want and what you desire out of life. Real quick, before we dive into today's episode, I have a free gift for you. In celebration of my new program, Money Magnetics, I'm giving away my Money Magnetics guided meditation. Ooh, say that five times fast to you for free. Every time I do this meditation, I kid you not, if I do it for a few days in a row, money magic seriously happens. It really, really works. I cannot wait to share it with you. You can download it now at kelseyaida.com slash MM freebie, MM for money magnetics. Find this link in the show notes and you'll have to send me a message on Instagram to let me know how it goes for you. Enjoy. Hello, hello, magical beings on the other side of this podcast. Welcome to one of your favorite shows, hopefully. High vibe in it. It's your homegirls, Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson here to help you live your best life as always. And today we have a very special friend and guest on Miss Hannah Euler. She is a shiny magical creature who also just so happens to be a coach and consultant for women in business. She is the host of design her podcast, and she's a spiritual and brand mentor. So welcome, Hannah. Welcome, Thank you for Hannah. being here. I'm glad we could finally make it happen. We finally made it happen. This has been like months in planning. So I'm so yes. excited. And if we didn't do if we did it then, then it wouldn't be the solstice, which it is today at the time of this recording. So it's perfect. Exactly. It was meant to be. Hannah, how you doing, Hannah? I'm doing great. You look great. Guys, mm -hmm. if you're not on our Patreon, you are missing this view. It's a good view. <laughs> it's a good view. <laughs> I want to ask you how you got to, you know, we always ask the journey question, the path question, what brought you here? What is it that you do and how did you get here to do it? So whatever you want to share on that is super powerful. Oh man. I followed the breadcrumbs. I didn't even know that what I'm doing is a thing. And here we are. Um, so it's been probably eight years since there was one really significant decision that I made when I graduated from college, went to school for marketing and business because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And that felt like that was the least restricting decision that I could have made. And I was always really interested in the process of um, bringing a vision to life and the ability to do what you love and, and to have the skills to be able to do what you love. So that's as much as I knew. And previously to that, I had kind of followed the rules. I did, I got, you know, got the grades. I went to college, even though I was really drawn to art and the, and the creative arts when I was younger, but I wanted to follow the logical path and I don't regret it whatsoever. But when I graduated college, there was a decision that I made that 
started to alter my path in a really big way when I really started to live for what was true in my heart. And I decided I'm not going to get a job. Like I went through all of this. I don't know what I want to do. And instead of rushing into something like I'm, I'm just not going to get a job. So I continued to wait tables, saved up money for 10 months and then packed up everything. And I moved across the country. And that was my big start to really discovering what it is that I actually wanted out of life. I had these little, again, these breadcrumbs. I had these ideas of what I wanted. And that was the first time that I stopped listening to all of the little birds in the air telling me what the smart path was, what the logical path was. And I followed my heart. And I not only when I, so I moved to New Zealand and it's, first of all, just absolutely gorgeous there and just did a lot of traveling. And not only did it open my mind to what was possible, but it's really when my inner journey started. And I really started to uh, question my beliefs and question who I thought I was and question all of the things. And it was just kind of a catalyst. And in the meantime, I was learning about digital marketing. I was learning how can I continue to keep doing this and living this life of freedom and not, you know, living on anybody else, else's schedule or building someone else's dream. So I'm learning digital marketing and I'm going through a spiritual awakening at the same time, building my business and my, my ego's dying over here and just questioning everything. But at the same time, getting so clear on who I am and what I want out of life. And I didn't know that I was going to be here now. I am a mentor coach for women in business. I help anyone from an, a solopreneur to um, larger corporations that I work with. And I didn't know that I'd be doing this today, but it was that moment eight years ago where I made this decision, like I'm done living life for other people. I'm going to really follow my heart. I'm going to follow where that's taking me. And over the years, it's evolved into doing something that just honestly lights me up every single day. So, and it has yeah. its challenges. Like that's the highlight reel. Of course it's hard, but it's, I'm living, I'm doing the thing. I'm building my dream that feels like it's most authentic to me. And that was a scary path, but we're here. Yeah. We're it's so hard. interesting. The theme for our guests usually tends to, and I'm included in that when we talked on your episode of your podcast, um, your, your story and my story are very similar, you know, right out of college. I'm like, ah, the same for me. And I just like effed off to the other side of the country just because like, that's yeah. what made sense, even though it made no sense. And I think for those that have lived it and like experienced it, that's the best way I could put it. Like, it's the only thing that made sense as a forward movement to me but if you asked me why, I could not tell you. It just felt like the thing that I had to do. And a lot of our guests share that experience of like, I, I couldn't make sense of it. I just listened to my intuition. I listened to my heart. And I can hear, I have so much, I really do have so much compassion for those that are listening that are like, well, easy for you for whatever reason, right? But it's never easy. And I don't, I will, I will, I say this a lot, but I will die on that. There's a lot of hills I will die on apparently, but this there is are. one of them. <laughs> There are, but it is one of those, like, it's never easy. I don't care what your situation is. When you, when you listen to your heart over logic, it's like usually one of the hardest things you've ever had to do, especially at the time. It's only when you look back and you realize, oh my gosh, that's what that was. And that felt really good. So I just want to give a shout out to everybody who's ever done that. Cause that is always the most difficult thing to do. 
Yeah, it's not easy to go against the grain. And Hannah, I love that you're sharing your story because it's a beautiful example of how you don't have to know the how, right? You just have to hold in your vision of how you want to yeah. feel and the the vibes of the dream life, right? And with that alone, the universe can deliver it to you in the most creative, fun, effective, growth-filled way when you're open and you say, okay, I don't know how, but I know this is what I want. This is how I want to feel. This is how I want my life to be. Um, and I just love that you're a glowing example of that because I'm always trying to preach to the people that you don't need to know the how before you start yeah. and before you make the decision because sadly, so many people try to talk themselves out of their desire because they don't know how. And they feel yeah. like, oh, if I don't know how, then it's not possible. So let me just pretend like I don't actually want what I really do want. But in the spirit of authenticity, which we're all about on the show, and you're a shining example of that, um, it's really great that you are sharing this story here because it's important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that so much. And it's funny, every time I've tried to make a plan because I'm yeah. Scorpio. I have Scorpio like all up in my chart. I love to control. Like I, I love to have a plan. And it's so funny that every time like I've tried and I will continue to try and I don't think I'll <laughs> ever be able to like fully give that up. But the minute that you try to follow the plan you think is the pathway to getting you there is the moment where the universe is going to shake it up and give you another plan just for in my experience it's like it's this big cosmic joke of it's who you become when you finally let go of the plan or of the how or of how you thought it was going to happen that you actually get the opportunity to have the experiences that are required to be the person who yeah. has the thing but we our mind will like create this little plan that's comfortable or that's that's in alignment with the version of who we are now. And it's like, man, when you get there, you're going to, you're going to be an evolved version of you. There's no way that you can think your way there right now. Mm -hmm. So you can have your plan if it makes you comfortable in the now. And if it gets you to start like taking that next step is something I tell my clients all the time. Like, just know your next step, just be clear yeah. on what your next step is and take that. And if a plan helps that, then great. But just know that it's not gonna go accordingly like <laughs> stay flexible just, just surrender yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's true I could not have planned any of this and I don't think anyone any one of us could have planned where we were if we if we tried to it'd probably end up like a dim shadow version of of what we're living now and that's how I always see it is like Kelsey in the beginning I don't think she said it in a while actually we got to bring this back but she always said like do you want it now or do you want it better right isn't that what you something like that yeah do you want it now or do you want it better so it's like do you want it your way or do you want it better you know kind of the same thing um it's so true almost every time yeah yeah That's I like this story. I really want to um I really want to cater this episode to all the people out there who are because I feel that there's a big shift of people who are moving from, you know, the box to out of the box, so yeah. to speak. Not that there's anything wrong with being in the box. I mean, a lot of people have been in the box for a long time. That is a way to live if you so choose. But if you don't want to choose and you want to get out of the box, especially, for example, if you're wanting to leave your corporate job that you never really loved to start your own business or something that takes a lot of courage and, um, you know, motivation and, uh, fear overriding <laughs> to do, what would you 
give as, I don't know, a starting point or some advice or a helpful perspective for people who are like wanting to start or wanting to follow their heart more, but they're just feeling too scared or too stuck? Such a good question. I love this question. Um, because it's my answer is not something that you would maybe think or, or predict. And it's to do something that's not related to the actual thing that you're trying to create that shakes up your routine, that mm -hmm. encourages you to establish a better habit or something that is you pouring into yourself, is you investing into you that doesn't have so, so much of a charge to it because it's related to like your career or the big or your purpose in life. Start small with something that is going to support you in living a life that's more true to, um, that's nourishing your soul, that's nourishing your heart, but isn't direct, directly related to the thing that you have all that resistance around. Because when you start to take those little steps, so for example, maybe you are wanting to um, add a day working out to your, your routine. You're like, maybe you go a couple of days a week and you know that if you went four days a week instead of three, that you might start to feel a little bit better add that extra day of working out to your plan. And then the motivation that you get from that is going to serve the clarity and you becoming the person who invests in themselves in other areas, but it yeah. doesn't have that like resistance to, okay, I got to figure out like how to create my dream career today. Like take those little steps. Oh, I just got anxiety thinking about the, ooh, and I already have it <laughs> like just thinking about like that's a mountain that is an entire yeah. mountain range another thing that I really like too first of all that's fantastic and I love that and I think it's just another way to fill your own cup and honor your own needs anyway because when you're so focused on a goal you know blinders come on and you don't really do that a lot so I think that that's really great to bring attention to what, what do I what do I do for myself that is outside of of that and I also really like uh, you know, Kelsey and I a lot talk about on the show too. If I had this already, what would I be doing with my day right now? What would I be doing for fun right now? And for me, like immediately in my head, oh, well, I'd probably be gardening or I'd probably be, you know, reading my book that I haven't really told myself I had a chance to do. I didn't really give myself time to do. So if you have the thing or the feeling of having the thing, like, what does that feel like? And go do something like that because we talk a lot about, you know, attach yourself to the emotion, attach yourself to the emotion that you're trying to cultivate because it's never the thing, is it? It's always the freedom. It's always the stability. It's always the fulfillment or, you know, the romance or whatever. So whatever that thing is, whatever that feeling is, there's something you can be doing to cast your net out right now and, and attach yourself to that and feel that and like attracts like, so that's how that works. But yeah. That's what I Anna, like to do too. I think that's a brilliant piece of advice for two reasons. Because one, you're not like going head up against your resistance, which yeah. as we know never works. You have to like untangle that before you can like move through, right? And then the other piece that I really love about it is that you're not living in a means to an end attitude, which a lot of times we're like, oh, I want to start my business and be an entrepreneur so that I can yeah. have more free time or so that I can make my schedule or so that I can make more money. And it's like, 
Well, if you go to the end state, I'm sure there are some ways that you can achieve it now that have nothing to do with that business, nothing to do with that line of work, nothing to do with that job, but you've brainwashed yourself into thinking that (laughs) that's that's the only way, way, right? So you're living very conditionally, very means to an end. And sorry to burst your entrepreneurial bubble for anyone out there wanting to start a business, but like it takes a lot of time and energy up front. So if you're doing it to have more time to yourself, like that's not really how it's going to work out for a while. (laughs) Like you're going to have to put in the hours, the effort, the energy. If you're a solopreneur, you got to do it all by yourself in the beginning. And then after you've, after you've done all of that, like, like conditioning yourself to do all the upfront work, what my biggest problem now is like, I have to uncondition that because I have to remind myself like, oh my gosh, I started this business so that I would be able to chill. Like, why can't I chill? And I think it's just because a lot of us get, stuck in this like do, 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 have to set up every system and have to make sure every cog is rotating and working correctly. And you forget that everything's fine and you don't really have to do that anymore. And so you have to like, it's always a process of learning and unlearning guys. It just is. And that's just life, you know? So true. And I mean, that's why we hear so many of these success stories of people that gained external success and then burned out. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's that same idea of, of they were chasing a means to an end, like you said, Kelsey, and that wasn't ultimately what they wanted all along. And something that I, that I like to do for myself all the time, especially is working from the inside out. Like if I have a project, okay, cool. How many hours a day do I want to work on this project? What do I want my lifestyle to be? How do yeah. I want to operate day to day? How do I want to feel day to day? And then reverse engineer, okay, this is the strategy. This is the, this is how I'm going to approach this rather than how do I get X amount of clients and make this amount of money or whatever the thing is, start with the feeling like, like Lindsay, you were saying as well. If you're ready to take a break from your daily routine to massively uplevel your life and have the week of a lifetime, then join me for this year's radical self-love retreat happening this October 4th through 9th in Puerto Vallarta. For the month of April only, I'm giving all my high vibe in it VIP listeners a $200 discount on enrollment, which is awesome. I almost never do this. So visit the link in the show notes to apply today. Take advantage of that HVI VIP discount and join me for this all-inclusive self-love retreat. That's a combination of a luxurious spiritual healing yoga retreat and the ultimate girls trip. But don't take my word for it. Here are some experiences from past attendees. I have been on this journey to really figure myself out and like instantly just knew that this was what I needed to do. The type of girls that came here are just real people and really authentic and vulnerable and you can leave all the superficial things behind and you can have a really kind of deep relationship with the people you're with and I think that's been one of the really kind of unexpected and special things about this trip so for that I'd say definitely come and kind of expect to be uncomfortable but in a good way to have fun and to have some really really special relationships coming away. Join us with the link in the show notes at kelseyaida.com slash retreat to get $200 off during the month of April. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And start with the lifestyle because Mm -hmm. if you don't do that, you can get stuck in that means to an end and then end up kind of on a longer journey than you need to be. Like, for example, if you're like, oh, I want to 
you know, make a lot of money, but then you opt to like become a school teacher, you know, maybe we should have like reverse engineered that a little bit better. Not to say that school teachers can't make money, but like in that profession, you're probably not gonna make a lot of money. You'll probably have another business on the side or do something else to have another stream of income. So I think it's important to really start with the end game in mind. Like, what do you want your dream life to look like? And then keep that in mind as you're building a business and building your life and carving it out very intentionally so that you don't end up 20 years later like oh I just spent so much time doing this thing that I love or I thought I liked the most but I still couldn't achieve that life that I wanted yeah guys this is gonna be so interesting can we do like a quick round table real quick I know love a good round round table table. (laughs) but I I heard this question and I thought it was so fascinating because I'm like answering it for myself and then I asked my husband and Anyway, I'll just get to it. So there's this idea that there's two two types of people that will answer two answers to this question. And the one answer is, well, one or the other is kind of how you approach and achieve goals, where you're at in your life, that kind of thing. Okay. So if I, and, and you can just like think about the answer and then I'll ask you guys what, what your answer is. So if I were to ask you or tell you rather that I need something from the store, what's the first thing that you do? Think about first thing that you do. So think about it. Everybody at home, think about it. (laughs) Okay. And I'll explain. Um, Hannah, what's the first thing you do? You're telling me that you need to get something. I'm telling you, I need something from the store. So I'm going to ask you what you need. Kelsey? Well, honestly, the first thing that came to mind is I was thinking of when I was going to go to the store and then I was about to ask what they needed. (laughs) It's like, when is it convenient for me (laughs) to go for you? (laughs) Like, if you need me to go, I'm going to go on my own time. Let me tell you. Okay. Okay. So you guys kind of both answered it the same way. So the idea is there's two answers to this question. The first first answer is, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my shoes on. I'm going to get my keys and I'm going to go to the store. What store? <laughs> what, what? Okay, the grocery store. Okay, so let's say you get to the grocery store. What do you do then? Okay, well, I'm going to call you and you're going to uh, tell me what you need. What if I need a hammer? <laughs> you're at the wrong store. You're at the complete wrong store. So this, the, and then the other answer, of course, is what do you, what do I, what do you need so that I know where I'm going? So the entrepreneurial mindset will have, what do you need? in their mind so that the destination is never a question. You know where you're going. Even when you don't know where you're going, you know where you're going. So that's kind of the two different mindsets. And I just thought it was so fascinating. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, obviously ask what you need. Like there is no other answer to this question. What could the other answer possibly be? And then I asked my husband, he's like, he goes to the store for me all the time and it's always the grocery store. So it's not a real fair question, (laughs) but he's just like, well, I would get my keys. What do you mean? And I was like, okay, interesting. (laughs) I had to like explain the whole thing. And he's like, well, you, you make me go. I was like, I know, I know. It's not a fair question to you. It's not like I'm asking a stranger, but it is interesting. Is it not? Like there are people that would show up at the wrong store And the whole journey is a waste because they're at the wrong store. They didn't know what they wanted. They didn't know what was needed for that journey, which is very cool. Very interesting. So ask yourself that question. How would you answer it? Know where you're going. Because even if you don't know, you know a little bit. I love that. And that it's a really good example of how so many of us are just operating on autopilot. (laughs) Like this is, yeah, this is just what you do. Yeah. 
this is just how you're supposed to uh, develop your career. Says who? This is how you're supposed to market. This is how you're supposed to run your business. Uh, do this is what you're supposed to do on the weekends. Like, yeah. Says who? It's we're we're on autopilot because, uh, and I know Lindsay, we actually talked about this a little bit um, during our conversation. It's like our mind is just trying to conserve energy. So yep. we, that it's, it's so easy to default to, this is just going through the motions rather mm -hmm. than really asking yourself, is this how you actually want to be living your life? So I love that example. I think that's a, yeah. And for me, like starting in my entrepreneurial journey, I was looking at everyone else. I was like, oh, that works for them. Mm -hmm. I'll do that. That works for them. I'll do that too. Oh, that works. Okay. I'll do that. Until I had enough evidence that what they're doing is not working for me. Only then was I able to be like, okay, what will work for me? What is the thing that I feel good about doing? Because none of the things that I picked up from other people really felt good. It was just like, well, this is what you do. This is what they did. This is what I'm going to do because it worked for them. They and got I success. Yeah. yeah, they got success. <laughs> yeah. And I think we, I, again, this is, this is something, yeah, this is something we talk about a lot on the show, but like stress, stress, stress you have to not like be stressed, but I'm going to stress this uh, statement, which is you emphasize. have to find, yes, emphasize what works for you. You have to find what works for you. If some, the biggest piece of advice that I wish someone gave me when I started is what worked for them is probably not going to work for you. So try a bunch of stuff and see what works. And it would have just saved me so much like uh, feeling like I didn't do it right. It's not that I didn't do it right. It's just different styles, different ways of doing things and that's okay you know and I did find what worked for me thank goodness after a while <laughs> it worked trust yourself trust yourself yeah, you exactly got to trust yourself it's not yeah. the easy path again yeah especially when you're new when you're new at it it's definitely not easy to know what feels good and to trust what feels good because you have no idea what to base that off of so um I do hold space for that as well but yeah I wish somebody would have said it's probably not going to work just so you know, it's probably not going to work for you. Find something that does. There is something that will work for you. You just got to find what it is. And that would have saved me so much like anxiety, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That is very relatable. Um, Hannah, in the spirit of authenticity and um, knowing, knowing like your own personal truths, what are some of your favorite questions that you ask yourself either on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, or favorite questions that you like to assign to clients when they might need like a little more clarity as far as like where to go? Mm, mm, another great question. Something that I'm always checking in with is where am I trying to make something right or wrong? Like mm. where is it? Am I, where am I trying to make the right decision right now or say the right thing or avoid the wrong decision or avoid the wrong thing and the right strategy or the wrong strategy. I find that so often that like binary definitive it's right or it's wrong really will take me to a place where I'm just not trusting in what's authentic in the moment or trying to um, do the right thing instead of explore and get curious and just open up my mind to, well, what could be my truth about this? Um, because it's going to evolve. And, and my truth has evolved the more that I've done this work, the more that I've, um, again, like it's always been my spiritual journey, my inner journey and my external journey have just been one and the same. And 
Um, my business has changed my self-concept, like all the things have changed and continue to change and go through so many iterations. So the, the moment that you're trying to like grasp onto like, what is, what is my truth right now? Or what is my, like, who am I? Or what is the thing? It's like, those are the moments we start to steer into that, trying to make something right or wrong without releasing and surrendering to the journey of just realizing that your truth is going to change and, and just allowing yourself. And then the next part of that question, the next answer for that is I just allow myself to express, like just express something, like go write, go journal, get, just get the energy moving. And the more you just allow the energy to move, the more your truth will just kind of calibrate. It will come out. It will, you'll, you'll discover things about yourself that you didn't know were there. So it's kind of like a two-parter that right and wrong. And then once you get out of that, then just express what's real in the moment. And then you'll I have discover. A, I, I like have a question because I just spoke with someone else about um, their need to express, which is a very, it's a need that we all have, I think, and in, in processing and letting the world see you and letting yourself process things. But what is your, do you know what your human design is? Yes, I'm a four six reflector. Reflector, okay, reflector. okay. I like. I would have know. guessed generator oh. because aren't they the ones that need to inform? They're the ones that have a message that they need to like. I think. I, I think the manifesting generators because they move really fast, are, so yes. they're supposed to like let people in before they like we just are the, change we the are whole the, world. <laughs> we're the informers okay, and the yeah. responders, manifesting generators, inform and respond. But generators are the informers manifestors are the responders reflectors are what are those reflector i'm a proud reflector because i'm the yeah. no, we're the weirdos educate no. us on the reflector um, they're the most rare you have all open energy channels right i'm just open yeah she's 100 so open yeah and i think that you know we're all sensitive i would say that i'm like hypersensitive to energies and so for me to express is super super important but where we reflect back the energy of the room. Mm. Um, so we're not necessarily driving the direction of the energy, but more so reflecting it. Um, intuitive types, I, I would say like a lot, they, all of the types have intuitive abilities, but it's just that like, I'm, I'm constantly like on overload, yeah. that's really breath work. And these practices are so important for my body and my nervous system. I feel like I'm, I'm just like taking in information, but the more that I can allow that flow to happen and just like be present in the moment, then that's where I get to reflect back the beauty and the conversation that gets to that's available. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Reflectors yeah. are meant to be like mirrors to society and to people. Mm -hmm. That's why they make like really good, like guides and coaches and stuff because they mirror things like pretty, pretty accurately. Yeah. Like I can't tell someone what to do. Like I, I can't, if I tried, I couldn't. So it's, it's been interesting as a marketer um, and a coach to just provide space for people to discover their own, their own truth. By the way, I was wrong. The manifester is the informer. The generator is the responder, but we do still have both. So I was right about that. I wanted, <laughs> I didn't want to say the wrong thing. Cause I know there's going to be people like, um, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And they're right. <laughs> for anyone. So how does how does that work in your creative process? Like with responding? Oh, I hate it. Well, 
curse by my type. Kelsey was so sure. What were you so sure you were a, a manifester? I, like I a always pure thought manifester. I was a manifester until I like yeah. actually ran my chart. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I have a whole house full of, I have three boys and a husband that are all generators. And apparently what that means is because I'm a manifesting generator, like my thing is we're always on the go. Like we always are like 10 steps ahead in our brains, in our minds. And we don't really like in let everyone else know where we're at. So, which is true. And I was told just like, be sure not to just leave them in the dust when you are like in your zone uh, with, with all the planning and the mapping. And it's very true. I think what's true about me in that arena. And I think Kelsey too, is we have a lot of things that we are good at. And we have a lot of things that we uh, cultivate, like a lot of different projects, a lot of different um, avenues for which we work. And that can be very overwhelming for me, um, but I can't not do it. It's so funny. Like it, you just have to be on the go all the time. Yeah. So responding is hard because I feel like I have to do, do, do. Um, and the waiting to respond is, is difficult for me. <laughs> I feel like for me, the piece that is so obvious in my life is the multi-passionate nature of the yeah. manifesting generator. Like even within just, if we called KelseyAida.com a business, its own business, even within that, there's the coaching, there's retreats, there's writing books, there's a podcast, right? So it's like multi-branches. And then aside from that, I also still do hair one day a week. Aside from that, I'm like building this new homestead where I live. So my life always has like at least three giant projects mm -hmm. and each project has like five different branches, right? So I'm always like really juggling a lot of stuff, which I like because I get bored if I do the same thing all yeah. the time. But the responding pieces, it's kind of difficult for me because I just like to respond to my own ideas. I don't always like to respond to like, other people's invitations I feel like oh I have this great idea I'm gonna do it but then it doesn't always like pan out to something awesome sometimes it's better when someone asks me like Lindsay asked me to do this podcast for example and I had set the intention to have a podcast so I was like oh here's my podcast landing in my lap when Lindsay invited mm -hmm. me to do it um so it's interesting and then I got invited to do the podcast and then I invited her to do the yeah podcast. that's true Lindsay got invited to do a show and then she invited me to do the show with her and sure, now we have funny. a podcast <laughs> I never really put that together before now. Like we literally responded to that. Pretty funny. Oh, that is funny. That. Seeing your design at work. I love that. Yeah. Would yeah. you say that being multi-passionate, Kelsey, that they also all kind of fuel and inspire each other? Like, do you find connections between Sometimes the two? there's connection. Like, well, they all fall under the umbrella for me of making the world a more beautiful, feel-good place. So if I'm making someone beautiful via a badass haircut, or if I'm like, sometimes I'll do energy work on my clients at the bowl, like at the salon, or for example, if one of my clients is telling me about a loved one that's passed, I might offer to do like a reading on the spot because I'm getting all this information. Or um, like in this work of manifestation and self-love, um, I do pull a lot of stories that people tell me at the salon to like into my books mm -hmm. or like manifestation stories people have told me or interesting things. Um, so they do definitely have crossover, but I would say they all fall under the same goal of like creating more heaven on earth and making the world more beautiful, like inside and out. I love the way you just described that thread that's through all the different things. I think yeah. a lot of people relate to that because um, we were talk kind of talking about that earlier. Like 
feeling like people are trying to get outside of the box. Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal. Once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal. And that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. And now more than ever with the digital world and content creation and creatives really thriving in their careers right now and doing a, a lot of different things. Like now has never been a better time to, to yeah. just follow all of the different things that you're passionate about and allowing them to all kind of support and, and grow, help each other grow. Age um, of Aquarius, baby out of the yeah, box. Absolutely. Yeah. I think my absolutely. life is a really good example of not living in the box. So I've like really never lived in the box. Um, but I would love to do a round table on like maybe our weekly schedules to inspire people. Cause we all have like a lot of freedom in our schedule and we've created it the way that we want. Um, and I think it'd be really helpful to maybe share that. Cause I'm sure a lot of people listening are like, ah, I want to do my own thing, but like, what could it look like? So yeah. maybe we could share a little insight for everyone listening and I'll start with Hannah and then Lindsay, you can go next. Yeah, totally. So right now it's probably not like a fair representation of spaciousness in my schedule. Yeah. But a day <laughs> but in the life, you know, what are you up to? A, yeah, for sure. For sure. So there's always time for me, like they're in the morning, meditation, working out yoga, there's always time as long as I need for that. And I go through cycles and phases where that's two hours in the morning. And then sometimes where it's just like 10 minutes and I'm excited to get into the day. Um, and this is a story that I've, I've shared on my podcast as well. Um, uh, the first year of my business, I was so focused on the internal work and that was what was really important to me. And I wanted to have plenty of space throughout the day to really explore because that was fueling my work. It was fueling my content, my coaching, all the things I was working maybe two hours a day, not even like maybe an hour yeah. or two hours a day and experienced a lot of growth in my business in the first year, because I believe that I truly followed the and trusted that spaciousness that my body needed um, as I was going through like a super transformational time. Now it's totally different. I, I work several hours a day and I love it and it fuels me, um, but that's also a choice. Um, and I'm in a totally different phase. So I would say trust the, trust the phase that you're in right now. And if your body's really craving, like I only want to work a couple hours a day, then set yourself up to do that. And, and here's the thing. If you yeah. listen to that, because that's the hard thing, at least for me, that's the hard thing is like, but can I really get away with it? Yes, you can. And you know what happens when you do actually listen to yourself? You create so much magic in your business that you didn't have to force that every single time I've like, you know, reeled it in and just like laying back in my business and just kind of taking it easy because I really felt like I needed to. 
more growth happened in those in what I'm minimizing than than had happened when I was like stressing and struggling and really like not forcing myself to work, but pushing myself, I would definitely say to get the stuff done by the time I wanted it done. So I think that's extremely important. No matter what your schedule is, if you're listening to what you need, that's the, that's the secret sauce. It really is. And don't you feel like Lynn's when you rest, that's when you get the ideas. I get so many good ideas for the next project, the next Instagram post, the next marketing thing when I'm Mm -hmm. resting. So now I just consider the rest like a part of the business plan. Yeah. And like like Hannah said, she, when she was working those two hours a day, she was doing a lot of, a lot of, uh, inner work. And I think that's extremely important. Like how can you get to the next level of your business if you're not making time for that as well? So I love that. Love that answer, Hannah. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, totally. Um, my schedule. This is a perfect time to ask me this question because Tell us I have, more. I have the unique experience in this group, at least, of having three children and True. a husband and all these things. Also, and I have the unique experience of kind of being the only parent for the last seven weeks because some of you may or may not know, but my husband works in TV production and they were working on a show down on the Vegas uh, strip where they were filming it. And he was working like 12 hours. He would leave before they went to school. He would get home after they were asleep. And so it was me during the week and, and on uh, Sundays because he worked six days a week. So he had Saturdays off and that was it. Now, usually my day, if, if you want to get like specific, I have a specific day for each thing because I must. So Mondays is the podcast. I think that's like a manifesting generator must. You have to like must. segment your life into different days of box. the week. Yeah, I need to have them in categories, please. So Monday is the podcast. Tuesday is like my membership and, and content creation. Wednesday, Thursdays is clients and like uh, consult calls, things like that. And then Friday is Fridays for me. Also, because my son, my youngest is not in school on Friday. So it's just easier to not have to worry about working. Um, but anyway, so when my husband is not working, he, I'm lucky enough that he gets to take care of the school schedule. Like I get up and get them ready, but he takes them to school. Um, he picks them up cause usually I'm still working, but sometimes I go with him. So I don't have to worry about nothing. I can do my day and not worry the last seven weeks when he was working, he was gone all day. So I had to really figure out like, what's the most important thing. Kelsey and I would only record at 12 o'clock. On, mon- on Mondays, because between the hours of 12 and one were the only time I was by myself because my four-year-old went to pre-K at that time. So I think that adaptability is a blessing that I have. And it's a choice that I have that I created for myself when I decided I was going to, this is exactly why I chose to do my own business. Cause I knew I was, I mean, I had a, a son at that time and I knew I was going to want to hang out with him and work around him. I didn't want to have it be the other way around. So, um, it's it's just something that that I'm very blessed to be able to do, but it did have to change drastically. I had one hour, four days a week that I was able to work. And I'm not going to lie to you. It was nice <laughs> because I didn't have to really, I, I have a wonderful VA who was able to te- check my emails and stuff. But um, yeah, if my point is by telling you both of these schedules for all the listeners that are like, why is she talking about this? My point is if you have, one hour a day or six hours a day where you can work. There is something that you can do. There is something that will get you to that next step. And and even if it's just 30 minutes a day, or like Hannah said, two hours a day, like there is always something. And I think knowing that it's not something you're stuck doing, you can, you can 
fit it around anything in your life, really. Um, yeah. So that that's kind of where I'm at. Now is the first day that he's actually not working. So he's done with that job. And I'm like, ah, I get to go back to normal, normal work days. It's very nice. But it was a nice little break as well. What about yeah. you, Kels? Oh, man. Um, I'm just living the dream over here in the Carolinas, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> my my weekly schedule consists of Mondays are podcast day, but usually I spend a long time at the gym on Monday mornings to like start the week off right, get that sauna time in, get a good pump, get a good sweat. Oh, I didn't put anything about me in there, did I? Like my mindset routine? <laughs> like, I only work and feed my kids. <laughs> I wonder why, because that's really my life. I Ideally, like I want to sit here and be like, guys, I spend 30 minutes every day on my... No, that does not happen. I, I'm awake. I guzzle coffee. I take them to school, I wake up and I go see clients. And I, usually, honestly, my mindset stuff happens at night because it's just easier for me now. I try to do the morning thing, girl, it ain't happening. So at night when everybody's in bed and everyone's settled, that is the me time. And I love to spend time in reflection. I, I don't necessarily go into like a trance or meditation, but I do like to reflect and go over my day and grateful, you know, gratitude and things like that. But I, I just realized, I'm sorry, Kelsey, I know it's your turn, but I was like, I didn't say anything. I want to be clear. I do do it. It's just not in the morning. I cannot, it's not going to happen. So anyway, I like nighttime <laughs> for that type of stuff too. Cause then you're like, especially if you're prone to like anxiety, you're so tired of like thinking anxious thoughts by the end of the day that sometimes it's an easier time to surrender. <laughs> you're yeah, just like, okay, I'm, just, I'm tired of being me. Like, let me just fucking relax for two I'm minutes. Just not, yeah, I think <laughs> so you true. have to really know yourself. If you're not a morning person, you're probably not gonna do your best morning routine if you're just not even a human yet. Like I'm just not a human until <laughs> until they, my kids are gone. But, and and Kelsey and I talk about this a lot too, your subconscious mind is the most receptive in the first 30 minutes of waking up and the last 30 minutes before bed. So if you're going to do any kind of mindset stuff, those are the best times to do it. It doesn't really matter if it's morning or night. I kind of prefer night because I get to reflect on my day um, and like the things that went well and things like that. So uh, I, that's just me, but do you guys, you guys do you anyway, you go Kel. Do you guys do you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Mondays, I, I have to start off with like some hardcore self-care and nourishment to like get me excited for the week. And then I produce the podcast, I put it out there, and then we usually film one or two podcast episodes we record like we are doing right now. And then, you know, Monday night, I am a sucker for some Bachelor Nation content. So I will be watching tonight. Um, I have missed every episode. <laughs> we need to talk when I catch up because I'm reality not TV. That's like dating and more so romance than dating because some of the two had to handle those I don't think are that good mm -mm. but anything that's like romantic reality tv oh that's my soft spot that's my weakness so that's like my fun time and Jeff watches with me and he like goes into sports commentator mode and he'd be like this guy sucks he's never gonna make it or whatever and we like watch it together and it's super fun so yeah Monday's podcast Tuesday Wednesday it depends on what I'm working on like right now I'm creating a course to help people manifest more money so stay tuned it's coming together so awesome um but yeah so that's like project days one-on-one -on -one client session days um and it's usually only well it depends in true manifesting generator fashion it could be a long work day where I'm really in the flow and I'm just going and like food is like a nuisance and like water is a nuisance and I don't even want to yeah. get up to pee I'm just like in it right like hardcore just getting shit done but then sometimes I'm like oh, two hours today is good <laughs> Sponsored by or... campers diapers because you're <laughs> going to just hang on the porch and do nothing 
So it depends. The flow is different. And then Thursdays is my hair day, which can be long. I used to work well, Thursday day for hair. Yes. Yeah, I used to work Thursday and Friday at the salon at one point. And then I decided that that was too many. That was mm-hmm. too much for me when I was trying to write books and produce this podcast and host a retreat and do all the other million things that I do. So I had to step back from that. Um, but it's a long day. It could be anywhere from eight to 12 hours of doing hair. Um so that's a sprint. And then Friday is like my rest and recovery slash like wrap up and writing day. So like the book that I'm working on right now, normally I'd be writing on Fridays, except Fridays have kind of been overturned by the wedding planning. So Fridays are more like wedding planning now um, since we're getting close. But yeah, so that's pretty much my week. And then Saturday and Sunday, I'm usually like uh, my anxious part is like pressuring me to do more work and like get ahead and like yeah. stay on schedule, but I'm resisting that part to play and relax <laughs> yep. for two days. So that's kind it of took me a my long week. time. And I'm not going to lie. It took me a long time because I was working all the week, like all the weekends, all the weekdays. And it took me a while to be like, no, it's Saturday. Like it's Sunday. Don't do nothing. Don't even check your emails. So I have a, a downstairs laptop and an upstairs laptop. And the upstairs one is just for work. The downstairs one that is almost broken and it's pretty much going to crap out any day now is my fun laptop and this is stuff I only do frivolous things so I'm not allowed to go on my business browser you know how it was like the business browser and the fun browser do you guys have that or is it just <laughs> yeah. mine's no, all mixed idea so if right like I used to have the mix but I was like nay nay because if I open the business browser I'm gonna do something that's work related so I've had to completely make a new chrome profile that's just my like cash really casual one and I just do fun stuff on it, like my genealogy or my, um, you know, gaming stuff or whatever. Anything that's fun, crochet stuff. You can't open the business browser. That's the one rule I have on the weekend. Don't and do it. It took me a minute, but it's it's effective for sure. I'm super inspired by the blocking the days by specific tasks. Yeah. I, I did that for like a short period of time and I loved it. And I don't know why I haven't been doing that lately. I think sometimes... If it, if I get too rigid with it or I'm like, today is the day I have to create content or today yeah. is the day I have to do the thing, then I create some resistance around it. So I think that I kind of gave that up for a while, but mm-hmm. it, that feels, it feels like it's time. Yeah. Like don't think of it as like a have to think of yeah. it as like, I'm delegating this space for this task, you know? Right. Yeah. So you can, cause it's like having a routine without having a routine. You know, like I don't have a daily routine. Every day looks different, but I have a loose weekly routine that Mm -hmm. kind of is, you know, gives me some sense of normalcy and flow. And I can know like, okay, if I didn't finish like all my podcast stuff on Monday, yeah, I can let it bleed into Tuesday or Wednesday. That's fine. Like I'm very easygoing with the flow, except like Thursdays, obviously I have lots of appointments scheduled so that I can't really change because that has to do with other people's schedules too. But that's the day that I chose for it. So even though I'm like collaborating with these other people for the schedule, it's still like my schedule that I created that way. Um, So yeah, I think just think of it like this is my space for doing this or making progress in this area instead of like Mondays, I have to do the podcast because <laughs> that's not sexy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, this- everything will get done. You know, everything's going to get done. It, it There's for plenty sure. of time. Like it will and it won't, this, you know, it's the never ending list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It will never it get will, it all done. You'll never get and it all done. It needs but- to get done. We'll get it done. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It feels really good. To, it just seems to work. I've tried every way under the sun and I just burn out 
this way I it's been it's been a while and I'm going strong so it feels really good still and it's a kind of a deal that you make with yourself like no Lindsay you you've promised that you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't open your laptop on Fridays or Saturdays and it just it feels good to keep that uh kind of commitment you know I have something Knowing we need to talk about in the Patreon Ooh, by yay. the way let me just tease it and throw it out there real quick can we please talk about boundaries with self and with others when yes. you are in business mm -hmm. because that is a journey that's a whole sub journey inside of the journey the boundary yeah. work <laughs> yeah yeah I broke a lot of deals with myself in the beginning and you know it's it's no bueno but that's now isn't it aren't we going to patreon like like yeah now? we're about we're about to that's why I was about to... a little teaser for anyone Shoot who's not on our patreon yet but yeah that's where we post the extended episodes so you can get longer conversations every week a little bit of behind the scenes um whenever Lindsay and i come out with cute bonuses we share them with you guys first over there and it's just a great way to support the show if you're a super fan and you want to give back since we give to you every week so if you want to give back go to patreon.com slash high vibe and let's see how do we want to wrap up this episode ladies? oh my god Kels what we have shout outs <gasps> oh my gosh shout can we do some shout outs to the patreon peeps yes okay. while you're getting that I'm gonna yes, ask please. Hannah what do you feel is a message in your heart that you want to leave with the people of this episode today anything to do with what we've talked about or not what we've talked about hmm Let's see. Let me drop in. Oh man. Trusting, trusting the breadcrumbs, just back on that, that conversation of what are you inspired to do next? Rather than grasping on to needing to have it all figured out or understanding what your purpose is, if you follow that next inspired step, then not only will you get closer and closer to a vision that you wouldn't have even been able to guess was possible for you, but you're going to really start to learn who you are and what you want and what you desire out of life. Because those little, those little inspired steps are the ones that feel exciting, that feel authentic, that feel true, but are so often not the logical path and and not what people around you expect of you so my message is what is that one thing right now that's on your heart they're like man I really want to make that post or say that thing to to my boss or you know request the raise or have that conversation with a friend or whatever the thing is like follow those little steps and eventually you will step into something that you would have never been able to plan. Mm. What is that? What's on your heart? Delish. That was good. Mm. Great way to wrap up the episode. Lynn's who we shouting out okay. today. So we got some shit. Guys, I'm so sorry. We try to get the shout outs done, but uh, we forget. We are forgetful people. <laughs> to be honest, so we have a lot going on and we forget about honest. the shout outs, but doesn't mean we love you any less. We you. love you guys so much. And we really do appreciate every single one of you that has supported the show um through reviews or pledges or whatever it is we just appreciate you so much so our shout outs uh for those who are in the 1111 tier the second i think that's our second tier right top tier uh get a shout out on the show so we have i don't know if it's karine or kareen 
K-A-R-I-E-I-N-E, Karine, Karine, thank you for your pledge. Ashley, Marissa, and Takora, we love you guys very, very much. If you want to join the Patreon and get a shout out, go to patreon.com slash high vibe, and we will see you there. We'll see you there right now because that's where we're going. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go over there. Everybody have a great week. You know, just keep on living your best life. Stay true to yourself. Follow those breadcrumbs. And we love you. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. Thank you to everybody who has left a review and shared the podcast with friends and family. We super appreciate it. It really helps the show a lot, especially because our goal is to get over 1 million downloads before the end of 2023. And we definitely need and appreciate your help to do it. You can further support the show by joining patreon.com slash high vibe to get exclusive content, extended episodes, bonuses, and more. Thanks again for listening. We love you so much. And we'll be back next week with another new episode. Bye. Bye.